When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. How do you like your steak? America speaks out. Also, Bush Light flavored ice cream and wasabi. <laughs> That's something you don't want to just down a scoop of all no. at once, is it? Yep. Yes. It is Wednesday, the 25th of September of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, they talked to 1,000 American workers, and here's the good news. They found that 74% of American workers are happy with their current job. 74? 74%. All right, we're doing okay. All different fields. Four. Yeah, they tried Three to you know, do a balanced cross-section of American workers, and that's what they found. Do 74%. you find, you know, most of the people in your social circles are happy in their jobs, or do you feel like when you're hanging out with them, they spend a lot of time complaining about work? In my social circles, yeah. they're very happy. Everybody's good. But in, in just our wine group, like, they're all... Self-employed business owners. Oh, well, that helps. So that's probably a big part of it. (laughs) What about yours? I feel like the majority of people that I know, they like their job, but I think they feel like because they've been doing it for a while, they're just going to stick it out. Yeah, I I mean, mean, I only know a handful. I only know a handful of people that are really super passionate about what they're doing. I think everyone else is kind of comfortable. And then there's a handful that are just like, I'm so sick of the man. No. <laughs> yeah, kind of I thing. think most people I know are like, it pays the bills and it's fine. Yeah. One of the people in our group is has always been happy with what they did, always made a great living at what they did, liked it, but didn't have the passion you're talking about and is just now embarking on something that has always been their passion. Yeah. And it's really neat to see. They couldn't be more excited about They're it. blossoming. They really are. Yeah. So that's the good news. 74% of the Americans they spoke to are happy with their current job. I'm sure that number fluctuates on who you talk to. They tried to get a good cross-section. However, that very same amount, 74%, they're human beings. They do occasionally feel burnt out at work. And there are probably eight more common things than others that can cause that workplace burnout. Uh, The very first thing is the long hours, the long hours that really make you feel like this is all you're doing all the time. 38% of people who are currently burnt out at work said that the hours and the feeling that work is taking on a larger part of their life is one of the main reasons. 
Um, not enough opportunities for advancement. Uh, maybe the workplace environment feels negative to them. Uh, their job expectations aren't really clear, so they don't really know where they, where they stand or where they're going. Uh, maybe they don't have a good relationship with their boss. Maybe they didn't receive enough training to do the job they're doing. Uh, bad relationships with coworkers or not enough responsibility. They also found that 62% of people, okay, here again, 74% of American workers happy with their current jobs, 62% actually satisfied with how much they're paid. That's really good news. That is good news. However, 33% have some kind of side hustle, either a second job or a side gig or something they're doing, either to make a little extra money or to just exercise that yearning to do what they're really passionate about. Which doesn't necessarily mean they're unhappy in their current job. They just also, it's uh, it's a yes and situation where they also like doing this. Mm. In other news that didn't make the news this morning, they talked to people about the way they like their steak. 24% of folks prefer well done. That was the most popular way to order steaks in America, which kind of surprised me. I thought medium rare would be number one. Ooh, really? I thought just medium would be. Yeah, or medium well even. Nope. No, wow. Well done. 24%. I don't know about, excuse me, I don't know about burnt, (laughs) but they would like it uh, well done. It just beat out medium rare, which got 23% of the vote. 16%. Go medium well, 13% picked medium, 11% wanted rare. I prefer to lean on the rare side, maybe rare plus. You are too rare for me. I cannot handle that red when there is blood on the... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Plate. I'm an animal. That you are. <laughs> I'm a caveman. I'm that sorry. That bother oh. me. The temperature bothers me. Like, I need to, I don't really like the cold meat that comes along with being like rare you know like well there's different it's kind of warm there's there's varying degrees of rare because there's rare there's rare plus which i like which is it's not quite rare but it's not quite medium rare either it's sort of in between medium rare and rare and then other people a very small percentage two percent like blue rare you heard of blue rare before Ooh, no that's even rarer than rare Ew, where you just kind of sear the outside and it's pretty much Almost, almost raw Even on the inside. Even thinking about no. it, I get a little sick. You know what it, it and part of it too is, as oh, I read somewhere that humans just aren't designed to eat meat. And the proof of that is in our teeth. That if you look in nature and you look at meat eating animals and you look at herbivores, what kind of teeth do they have? 
animals that eat meat have teeth that can kill something and then rip the raw meat off the bone, uh-huh. right? Can you do that? Yeah. Yes, actually, I can. <laughs> I, I actually have some pretty Jen. sharp teeth. The front that you see when I smile are, <laughs> okay, are pretty gonna, tame looking. I'll go ahead and bring a cow up here and let's see if you could take a chunk out of it. <laughs> well, I could a chicken. I, I promise you. <laughs> I've had a steak. I will find I a way. That. I will think about that, though. Like, if I get if hungry I'm enough. into a big chunk of steak, I will think about that. Like, I just don't know if I'm supposed to be eating Haven't this. you ever had a bone-in ribeye? Same thing. Uh, <laughs> I will find a way to get it. You can bring me a rattlesnake if I'm hungry enough. And you just bite right into it. I Raw. Will. Get through the skin. I will. Mm. Uh, women are more likely to order a steak well done than men. The survey also found the most popular way to cook, cook burgers is also well done. 40, See, now that I'm a, I'm a fan of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 40% of people say that's how they like their burgers. Um, so, yeah. Are you supposed more to of eat a well done nation. hamburger, ground hamburger on the, can you eat it well, on the rare side? No, I, I don't like it. No. That's dangerous. It's supposed I think, to be cooked, that, right? Like, I think you're rolling the dice on that. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, no. So, switching our attention now from beer, from uh, steak to beer, people have used beer to flavor ice cream before, but they've never used America's best worst beer before. Goldie's Ice Cream Shop in Prairie City, Iowa, just created a Bush Light flavored soft serve ice cream. That will be on sale until Monday with all proceeds going to charity. They created it in honor of that college kid who held up the sign on ESPN that said Bush Light Supply needs replenishment with his Venmo ID Uh and raised more than a million dollars in charity. According to Goldie's, most people are, quote, pleasantly surprised with the taste. The most common response has been, that's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever had beer with sweets? Because I like in this kind of fashion, or have you ever poured a beer over ice cream, like a beer float? Uh -uh. Not that I remember. Oh, a beer float. That's interesting. It's not horrible. (laughs) There are worse ways to eat ice cream and drink beer. I don't know. I think I would like a steak flavored ice cream. That's how much I love red meat. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Didn't they do that? Didn't we have a story about ice cream with chunks of steak in it? A medium rare steak ice cream. Firm, but with little give. Yep, these are medium rare. What if somebody wants theirs well done? We ask them politely yet firmly to leave. (laughs) (laughs) And if you've ever been sitting at a sushi restaurant and wondered what would happen if you ate a big scoop of wasabi, apparently it could be worse than you think. There is a case in the British Medical Journal right now about a 60-year-old woman who was at a wedding and ate a big scoop of green wasabi because she mistook it for avocado. Oh, no. That's a problem. I don't think they look that much alike, do they? Well, There's a different texture, but I suppose if you've had a few... A few minutes later, she felt chest pains, which spread to her arms, and she wound up going to the hospital. It turns out she triggered a heart condition called Takatsubo cardiomyopathy. Oh, my God. 
which is better known as broken heart syndrome. Mm. After something tragic happens, like someone close to you dying or the end of a relationship, the stress can trigger actual heart problems. Mm. That's why it's called broken heart syndrome. Wow. And somehow the uh, wasabi did the same thing to this woman. That doesn't sound like very much fun at all. Yeah. Well, don't do that. Don't do that. Have you guys ever done anything like this by mistake? Accident, like yeah. eating a jalapeno thinking it was a, a pickle or an olive or something? Yeah. Like we did this, I did this one time with a baked potato. I thought I was getting sour cream and it was that Worcestershire oh. sauce. Because uh, yeah. they look similar, similar textures. I was uh-huh. like, oh, I'll just put that on top. And then I took a bite and I'm like, whoa. Because, you know, that. Um, different. Yeah, what is that called that you put in like uh <sighs> Was that really hot? What is it? Horseradish. I don't mean to say uh, Worcestershire. Horseradish horse, sauce that they um, put on top of stuff. It's similar. I've done that to a potato before. I made a similar mistake when I was a kid where I went for a big helping of sour cream thinking it was whipped cream. And I'm like, this is the worst whipped cream I've ever had. This is not. Somebody, something is off. Is this like. I think this went bad. Fat free or something. Yeah. They're like, well, that's sour cream. Okay, well, I rest my case. <laughs> for what it's worth, the researchers say they believe this is the first time wasabi has triggered that specific heart condition and the woman was back in good health again after about a A salad by any other name is just a salad but there is a vegan instagram influencer named ulenka cash and she says she's created something called lettuceetti which is lettuce noodles that you can use for pasta Okay. But now she's getting made fun of because, as everyone is pointing out, it's just a salad with shredded lettuce. <laughs> but you know what? You make little noodles out of, like, what are they? they, they what? Out of the vegetti. Yes. I mean, it's noodles. still, I can convince myself that those are noodles of you, some kind. Yeah, I made, that. I forget what they call it. Is it zoodles, which is basically the... Vegetti um, yeah, zucchini, mm-hmm. and I found myself twirling it in, yes! in my dish. Right? Yeah, I tend to. Depending on how you cook them, because sometimes they can get a little watery. Yeah. You gotta like kind of make sure you're paying attention to that. Yeah. Although uh, one person pointed out that she's doing just that, she's twirling it on her fork, which does kind of give it that pasta look. And uh, the first ever. Ever double blind study on gluten has just come out, and they've discovered that unless you have celiac disease, going gluten free is kind of a waste of money. Uh, if you prefer it, if you like it, then have at it. But uh, this is the first study that shows that it doesn't really have any benefit to people who don't have celiac disease. Look, man, if you stopped eating gluten, you'd feel way better all day. You don't even know what gluten know is. What gluten is. Gluten's a vague term. It's, it's 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 something that's used to categorize things that are bad. You know, calories. That's a gluten. Fat. That's a gluten. Somebody just told you you probably shouldn't eat gluten. You're like, oh, I guess I shouldn't eat gluten, and I'm not eating it. <laughs> well, I can tell you, I've been off of it for a couple of months, and I can feel the difference. Like if I slip and I have a little bit, I bloat up like I'm going to explode. Really. And I also know we took Jacob off of gluten when he was four. 
took him off of gluten and dairy. And the difference in him almost immediately was so noticeable. Hmm. Where he was so hyper and unfocused and just unable to calm down. Well, maybe that's the key is that, you know, if you're not sure or if you're not feeling good, maybe go off it for a while and And then then go back on and see how you feel. That's what they say to do, definitely, and and see if you notice something. Take it away and then try it. Because if you have leaky gut, then that gluten going to mess you up. So, interesting, but yeah. By the way, in case you missed it last week, uh, we were talking about this company that put a sexy Mr. Rogers Halloween costume on sale. And it got a lot of people talking on social media. It wasn't a very good one either, I didn't think. No, because if I had seen it without knowing what it was, I I would never have guessed that that was supposed (laughs) to be a sexy Mr. Rogers. I thought it looked like sexy Harry Potter a little bit. Yeah, because of the tie, the way the tie was. Yeah, the way the tie was tied. Well, the model they used is named Desi Mitchison. And she says that since the costume came out, she's been getting trolled online. She said, I, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, and so was Mr. Rogers. So I'm getting a lot of hate mail from Pittsburgh people saying, how could you do this to Mr. Rogers? <laughs> Someone even wrote me, don't come back to Pittsburgh again. Oh, wow. I know. Isn't it funny? You know, the two sides of Pittsburgh. You got the Steelers fans, and then you got the Mr. Rogers loyalists. And they're based, they're the same people. Yeah, they might be. That movie's coming out soon. Doesn't it come out Thanksgiving? I'm so Isn't excited. That when the Mr. Rogers movie, holiday yep. movie time. It's, it's yeah, coming Tom just Pink. in time for my birthday. That's my birthday present. Oh, nice. I'm glad they <laughs> thought about you when they were releasing Here's that, the Jeff. Mr. Rogers movie. I love Mr. Rogers. Me too. My dream when I was a kid was to visit the Mr. Rogers set. It never happened. But I had always wanted to, I didn't know that they did it in Pittsburgh, that it was taped at a public television station in Pittsburgh and syndicated to the rest of the country. But I did watch that documentary, mm-hmm. which showed a lot of behind the scenes footage. And I just thought it was fascinating. In fact, I guess a lot of the, the filming locations were in the city of Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Like when they would go on location to places? Yep. Um, I don't know how much filming they did inside the television stations, but I know they did exterior shots outside the actual building, which still stands today and is Mm -hmm. still used. WQED, which is their local public TV station, which Mm -hmm. housed the set of Mr. Rogers. And yeah, I can't wait. I heard Tom Hanks is so good in it. Oh, I'm sure he is the perfect person to play that. I was He's talking got this rolled down. to yeah. Brian Douglas, who used to work here at Q102, and he was doing a photo shoot with Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. And he was telling me that it is just incredible how much he embraces the character. He's like, it's almost like you. Yes. He's like, it's almost like you were with the like the real Mr. Rogers. He's like, mm. it's it's incredible. He's like, just watching the transformation and even the way that he would like put the sweater on or hold the shoe. Mm-hmm. He was like, it was just in, insane wow. to see. Evidently, they they dedicated the actual studio 
where Mr. Rogers was taped all those years, they dedicated it. There's like a plaque on there now, and they call it the Fred Rogers Studio. They do other shows there oh, now. Nice. Um, it, you know how the TV station, they use studios for multiple purposes. But, yeah, where, where are we doing the show? We're going to be doing it in the Fred Rogers Studio. Ah, this is where they did the show years ago. There's nothing left of the set, but I think it's in a museum someplace. There's That'd so many cool. great books, too, that have been released about him in the past few years. Even just a collection of quotes. There's several just small little books. Oh. Yeah, that are just so great. I wonder what he would say about kids these days and how we're raising them and what we're doing. <laughs> and the world we're living in. Yeah, I think he would be very just sad. I think he'd be sad. Speaking of Halloween, if you want to make friends on Halloween, here's a good idea. Dress up is the other thing everyone is obsessed with. There's a shop on Etsy that's selling a Halloween costume of a can of White Claw. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically just a long white shirt with a White Claw logo and flavor name printed on it. But just like with actual White Claw, people cannot get enough of it. The store is already sold out of them and they've had to stop taking orders until they can restock. That's funny. You guys ever shop on Etsy? Oh, bummer. Betsy hung up. I have shopped on Etsy. But she Dangerous. was saying that there is a place that you can go, a museum, Jeff, um, where you can go to the actual set of Mr. Rogers. She just went there recently. and was Yeah, gonna... I heard they preserve the set pieces. Yes. And she was, it was some museum. And she was saying that you can go there in Pittsburgh and actually see the set. That's awesome. So Google mm. that. <laughs> Yeah, and Pittsburgh is so close. It's such an easy drive. I oh, mean, yeah. think of like what a cheap, fun weekend that would there be, you, you know? You Get a Hampton Inn and do it. <laughs> you could go this weekend. The Bengals are playing in Pittsburgh for Monday Night Football. There you go. There you go. Oh, that ought to be good, right? Yeah, I would do that. Oh, and three, both teams. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be real well, maybe good. They'll be, hey. they'll be evenly matched. <laughs> it's going to be real good for somebody. That, that looks real good for the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. I did hear, I think statistically, like eight of the 11 times, I think it was 11, the teams have matched. The uh-huh. Steelers have won. Yeah. But, but so we're due. We're, you're, statistically, we are statistically, due. We are speaking. due, dude. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, how well we play under the Monday Night Lights. Right. <laughs> yeah, I did. When I saw the final score, because I didn't, I didn't know going into this, and I know that you had said this is just a bad season all around for the NFL, and then I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, not for the Bills, 3-0 and and 0-3. Yeah, but the I Bengals believe. made a big, like, in my opinion, on that game, I didn't see the first half because I was traveling back from Hazard, Kentucky. But I was so excited the way that they made adjustments at halftime and came within winning the game. Yeah. Well, I do believe we have an article here today about the Bengals. Oh, no. Is it a bad article or a good one? Yeah, it was not a good one. Ah. I know. We made a list. Oh. The 10 most embarrassing NFL franchises. Oh, nuts. Are we the last? Or it can't be. Number more. one. The Browns. Is the Browns. It has to be. Yeah. Mm. Number two is the Detroit Lions. Okay. Number three, the Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, at wow. least we're not number, number one. And the reason they've listed is the Bengals last won a playoff game in 1991. They've been to the playoffs seven times since 2005, but lost all those games. 
It's a curse. So that's why we're at number three. It's not a curse. It is a curse. <laughs> it's like the goat. Remember the goat with the cubs? It's not a curse. And you know what? It's not even the talent because, I mean, look it's, at, you know, the talent that we've had come through these revolving doors that have gone on to incredible accomplishments. Well, I will say that I am extremely encouraged as a fan with the changes and the progression that Zach Taylor has made with the Bengals. You're it feeling makes, good. I am. And is I, this a I transitional will, year? I, I do know that they say <laughs> that a, a lot. Year. <laughs> I feel like within the next, I don't know, I, I'm kind of having a, a few apprehensive moments when it comes to Andy Dalton because I love him and I think he's an amazing person. I'm just like, is he? I don't know. Is it? We, is we it all love him personally. Up. We love him. Yeah. We love Andy Dalton. Yes. I just need him to be a little taller, I think. <laughs> I don't know. And that'll be that, that'll answer all. No, it won't answer everything. But platform cleats. I don't know. We're rooting for you. Andy. I am. We're rooting for I'm everybody. for that whole team. Yeah. If they even win half the games this year, yay! You take that as a win. <laughs> yeah. Do you, would you like to make a prediction as to how many seasons it'll take for us to have make it to the playoffs? Season. Oh, playoffs! I will say within three years. Within three years, you yep. think we could make it to the playoffs? All right. Yeah. What year is it now? Nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. By 2022, we'll be there. Okay. Okay. Mark my words. 2022. We may not even be working here then. Well, <laughs> whoever's doing the show. Right. <laughs> Leave him a note. <laughs> hey, this is Andy Dalton, and you're listening to the Jess and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.